Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> he was a fast machine, big bad catastrophe. He was the best damn big man that I ever seen. Debut on Dynamite, huge pop on the night. <laughs> Chucking Cassidy into the goddamn lights and you, Buckley, all <laughs> night long. Yeah, you, Buckley, all night long. I know this isn't a very visual medium, really, in this podcast form, oh. but I really wish everyone listening could see the color that you've gone right now. I You're really like, going to that. Brock Lesnar and Shane McMahon just went 30 minutes. I was like, this, this, I'm nailing this. <laughs> I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Joined by Redness. Phil, Phil Chambers and Andy, I've got a bit light head, and Andy Murray from What Culture. Because all Breathe, the, damn it, all man. All goings on in wrestling <laughs> this week. Uh, but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcast where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, <laughs> pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Phil and Andy and gents. Keith Lee is all elite. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Absolutely not. From the time he was he was made in WCPW, <laughs> <laughs> he is just absolutely lovely. Uh, we met him there. Obviously, he's a lovely, lovely chap, and it's always nice when good things happen to nice people. And finally, he's in a goddamn company that's actually just going to let Keith Lee be Keith Lee, because when Keith Lee is Keith Lee, it's kind of cool, isn't it? It's really good. <laughs> it was a weird thing as well, because it was not just his WWE release. It was all the sort of talk around it, health scares and the like. He looks back to the old Keith Lee, and they presented him in the perfect way, didn't they? So easy to book Keith Lee. It's, just, it's the most hands-off thing in the world. It's like, hey, Keith, you do some really cool stuff. Do the cool stuff. <laughs> like It's so simple, and yet... His former employers contrived to somehow make a meal of it and have him pretend to be a cat on TV. <laughs> they just have no idea what to do with yeah. that sort of personality, do they? That yeah. doesn't it doesn't fit into any WWE mold whatsoever, <laughs> athletically, like in the ring or just his personality in general. And so to try and get them to put that over on its own merits, I guess was a big ask. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you they're t- doubly good now, aren't they, WWE? Because it's like he's gone to the opposition, yeah. AEW. He looks mint. Everyone's buzzing about him. And 
if he was still with WWE when they came to the UK as they normally do post WrestleMania, he could have done a feud with Kurt Zuma. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> get him back, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Miller's got dibs on Kurt Zuma for now. Uh, yeah, what a stupid move. I mean, we said it at the time. It's like, how do you release Keepley? How do you do this? How do you do that? And it was fully justified within seconds. Like, really, as soon as the music hit. Yeah. I mean, everyone gets a pop when they do. Chavo got a pop when he <laughs> debuted in AEW. And no disrespect to Chavo, but he's Chavo. Uh, but throughout the course of the match, it was just a, a totally perfect introduction. Maybe at 37 years old, he doesn't want to do, like, Hurricane Ranas and stuff anymore. Whatever. That's totally fine. That's Keith Lee. I think he's earned the right to choose not to do those things if... He wasn't just holding back on them for this match. Who knows? But well, he's already in a bloody ladder match now, isn't it? Yeah, he is. And he did the leapfrog <laughs> Smash spot. cut to him moonsaulting off the top of a ladder or something in a couple of weeks. But like the thing with this whole situation is like I I I think that after almost dying last year, yeah. uh and and coming back to TV and be, being told, Hey, you're a cat now, make a growl noise. Arr, wear the skirt, <laughs> wear the singlet, we're gonna change your music to something that sucks. I think he has earned the right to present himself in however way he wants. And if he wants to be video game power guy who can yeet guys up to the lights, which he did to Isaiah Cassidy here, I'm I'm all for it. I thought it was a perfect reintroduction. You think he wins the face of the revolution ladder match? No, I think it's gonna be for the TNT title. Um going by the way, uh, Samuel Guevara was talking on Ooh. on this week's well not talking, he had the cue cards. Talk about Andrade, talking about the match. I get the impression that they're going to flip it this year, get rid of the Sonic ring. <laughs> I mean, Keith Lee would probably mark out for getting a Sonic ring. He loves his video <laughs> games. Um, I didn't think of it like this. Yeah. yeah. So I get that. I, for me, that seems to be the way they're heading. I could be totally wrong. Um, but if that's the case, I've got Wardlow winning it. But Keith Lee's going to do something nutty in it, isn't he? He's going to somehow climb up two ladders at once <laughs> and do a shooting star press with a dragon. Because <laughs> he's, he's limitless, mate. He can do anything. Yeah, he, like, he, he, we reiterate what you said, though. He was just so nice to work with in WCPW yeah. when, you know, he already had an aura around him, not just from his size, but just from, you know, the buzz around him, PWG, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, yeah, I think he's going to do big things over in AEW. Yeah, absolutely. It's a shame with WWE. Obviously, they horrendously booked him towards the end, but they started off booking him well. He had, the, obviously, the moment in Survivor Series. He had that win over Randy Orton, and then, I don't know, whether it, was it the old thing, do you reckon, at a, in part, uh, alongside the awful booking, of going away at the wrong time, a la sort of Finn Balor? Oh, you've... You've had to go away as world champion. Well, well, we'll never you. We'll never do that with you again, sort of thing. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of the timing because they definitely seemed fully on board with him when they first started this. But I think also just in terms of like his personality, he doesn't cut the sort of gruff, I'm going to get you kind of passionate promos that like Vince McMahon absolutely loves. Especially from looking at him, you yeah. think one way. And in reality, he's a very eloquent gentleman. Yeah, and kind of a like a, a gentle creature as yeah. well, like in the way that he talks and things like that. Um, so I don't, I genuinely don't think like as soon as Vince sees him and he's like, oh, he's massive, let's get him. But then as Vince starts seeing him do promos and things, and he isn't the character that Vince would have had in his mind from when he first saw him, I think he probably got turned off from mm. that. And now, yeah, like we say, he's in AEW, is in a place where he, they will allow him to be himself and make the most of that character being so different to everybody else out there. <laughs> um, and yeah, let him do crazy, crazy things. And I'm sure like. 
like you say, like he's probably just holding back maybe on some of the bigger things to yeah, save them yeah. for big moments, which I think is a much better way around of doing it, especially like as you get a bit older in the size that he is, like keep those for really special moments yeah. and then that'll make them super pop when he does do them. Uh, and shout out to Sidgwick, who's called this for quite some time, ever since basically announced Isaiah Cassidy as the um, the opponent for yeah. the, the mystery arrival. Give him a guy he can throw as far as humanly possible. <laughs> <laughs> um, sticking with AEW, uh, really enjoyable episode of Dynamite this week, Andy. Mm. Uh, CM Punk and John Moxley becoming best friends in a tag team. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> Because when you poop yourself in the ring with someone, you're friends for life. <laughs> um, don't forget that bonding experience. But what did you make? I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this uh, this week. What did you make of the Texas death match for the world title in the main event? Oh, it was disgustingly great, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> it was completely repulsive uh, in, in all the right ways. I think that uh, the feuds leading up to it wasn't great. Like, no, I, that's I, fair. Yeah, I criticised it quite frequently in my articles. Like, I wasn't feeling the angles. Um, it did at times feel like the world title feud was maybe being shuffled away a little bit out of the spotlight. Um, but I have no real no real uh, qualms about it now because it seems like they compensated for that by killing each other. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to start talking about Hangman Page as like one of the best wrestlers in the world. We come out of like the Danielson matches and the Kenny matches going, oh, of course it was good. Look who he was in there with. Yeah. Like Danielson, one of the greatest of all time. Kenny Omega, even before he's like held together by sellotape at the moment, still amazing, all of this. But like really, Hangman Page is the common factor in all of these brilliant matches. That are happening at the moment. I think he was so good here. From little things like like the the improvised uh, buckshot lariat when he went over oh, the runner. Like ninety nine out of a hundred wrestlers do that, and it looks like the fakest, lamest thing you've seen in your life. Like a big elaborate stunt yeah. where it's contrived. Hamman Page did it. It seemed absolutely seamless. The He's, setup for it as well, like the way it was it was built into the story of the match. It wasn't just there for the sake of it being there. Exactly. But like taking the ropes off in the first place to try and eliminate that, and then the barbed wire and throwing it down so the ref specifically picked it up. It's like all of the little moving pieces that yeah. went into that as a big popper finish just made it even better. Yeah, there was. I loved it. I, I get some people don't like blood or whatever, uh, but it's what AEW does. It's it's something they've specialized in for a long time, pretty much since John Moxley and uh, and Kenny Omega. So it, it, it's a hallmark of the company. It's something that I like. It's something I think they do well. Are there times when they overindulge on this kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. That's a valid conversation. Uh, but this wasn't one of them. Uh, this, the, I loved it, man, honestly. The only thing I loved more on the show Aside from Keith Lee's debut, was uh, yeah best best pals mostly uh, <laughs> and Punk against FTR, who are having a killer year themselves. Yeah, I was I was a little bit annoyed by that match, but only because I got so taken in by it, I wanted FTR to win. <laughs> like they hit that big rig, and I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah, like and then my mind already, you know, in the, like the, the the what two and a half seconds basically before someone kicks out of a pinfall, my brain had already gone, this is brilliant. What are the like obstacles can MJF put in their path? And oh my god, like he's never going to be able to get this rematch with MJF. Maybe. MJF is going to be putting the world title. Oh no, they've kicked out to my yeah. They've kicked out of that and they kicked out of the ring bell, so they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did a really good job, I think, in this match. Of like one of my least favorite tropes is the all star team just cruising past the established yes. tag team. But they did a good job of subverting that here by like with the double finisher and double submission stuff. It's like we have to kill both of these guys because one of them's going to interfere. And then the stuff with Tully fannying around. Yeah, shout yeah. to see a punk who got sandbagged by Tully. <laughs> yeah, Tully was like, I'm not taking this move, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, like they, they got all that bollocks involved. So that 
helped it make sense. What a great, what a great time! So much of this show was mm. ruled. It was good fun. Still. I'm really looking forward to what happens next week as well with the whole Daniel Bryan Moxley connection because he's like, oh, you won't team up with me, but you'll team up with this yeah, guy. He's, yeah. he's on Rampage tonight, isn't he? He's addressing the, I was about to say, AW universe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. God, uh, the AW audience tonight, and yeah, may well lead into something like that next week. So exciting to see what they do next with that. And uh, well, st- still a little bit annoyed that the Texas Death Match got a higher rating than uh, Punk and MJF, <laughs> but apparently Meltzer just yeah, we'll d- never give him a five star rating. Right he has his opinions, and we are welcome to agree or disagree with. Disagree. Him. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, me too, for the record. Uh, for one of the stories me and Andy talked about today regarding AEW and WWE, in fact, uh, sur- sur- surrounds Jade Cargill. Unsurprisingly, Vince McMahon seen her and gone, that, please. I want me a piece of that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think WWE, we could get to a point where we were sort of, we slightly touched on this on the news this morning, me and Andy. Like, do you, do you think we're getting to the point now where WWE are going to start at least attempting to poach AEW talent? Because there was obviously that bit where AEW launches, no one's going anywhere for, like, two years, probably, uh, at bare minimum. And even after that, it's like, well, have they established anyone who isn't, like, you know, diehard AEW anyway? They're not going to tempt away your well, bloody Kenny Omegas or yeah. Jungle Boys or people like that. But do you think we could see down the line WWE stealing some AEW talent, perhaps? I think it has to happen at some point. Like, the, it's a no-brainer. Like, they've <laughs> washed away a huge pit portion of their talent roster. So there's a bit of space now in WWE, let's say, <laughs> to hire some new people. <laughs> and they have to have their eye on people down there. Like, obviously, Jade Cargill's one where you just see it and you're like, well, she's a Vince McMahon person, isn't she? Um but it's like, at some point, they've got to poach them. But it just, my biggest thing with all of this generally comes down to how spiteful Vince is <laughs> and whether he just won't just because he's like, well, screw those guys. They're over there with their AEW. They can have their stupid tiny promotion where I'll be over here with my guys for making them in NXT and they're going to be big and they're going to be Yeah, great. I'm going to get some football players <laughs> and basketball players. I don't need people who can actually wrestle. And we do know Vince McMahon loves a good bit of spite. So I could kind of see him holding off for quite a while mm. for that until there's someone that comes available that is an absolute no-brainer. And genuinely don't know who that person would be. Feels like the most <laughs> obvious first real switch could well be if, well, uh, the word doesn't get to, to WWE about maybe issues behind the scenes, let's say. Someone like a Brian Cage. Yeah. Yeah, he, Brian Cage is someone who's, I believe, has had tryouts in the past as well. So he's probably someone that they're already available, or, or aware of, yeah, sorry, yeah, is yeah. the word I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, they're definitely going to make plays for people at some point, aren't they? And they should, they should. Like, it's good for the wrestlers because they're, yeah. it's going to drive their value up and they're going to be able to negotiate better contracts with wherever they go. Cage seems to me, I mean, I physically look at him, obviously. Um, the thing I wonder about Brian Cage is his main selling point, aside from obviously looking like a thousand million gazillion dollars is that he looks like a thousand million gazillion dollars and he's gigantic and he can do crazy flips and yeah. like mad athletic feats. I wonder if he would go the Keith Lee fate, at least on the main roster, where it's like, hey, I don't care about all the cool things you can do. You're big. That means you have to be boring in <laughs> my company, which is usually how things go. Uh, with big guys in WWE. Dijak, uh, uh, T-Bar, is another <laughs> example of this. Outrageous athlete. What's he doing? Fanning around in a mask on main event. Wrestling Veer, who's still trying to come, by the way. Ridiculous. See a doctor. <laughs> See a doctor. But yeah, they'll, they'll make plays for people. I think 
Jade's an interesting case. Listening to her like on, on Talk is Jericho, I get the impression that she has no interest whatsoever. Yeah. She's rich already, basically. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a bit like, <laughs> you know, like saying, saying, oh, WWE, I'm sure, would love to sign and will um, we'll no doubt throw as much money as they possibly can at the likes of Jade and, and MJF is, is the other one I would automatically assume they go for. Yeah. Uh, alongside, you know, Hangman Page, obviously, and a few others. But it is a bit like saying when AEW started, hmm, maybe AEW could sign... Hmm, uh, Charlotte Flair and Roman Reigns. Like, well, maybe just just lower your expectations yeah. slightly as to who may jump yeah. shit between the two companies. Uh, but you talked about big men, uh, Andy. Uh, we got the return of Goldberg on SmackDown last what? week. What did you say? That was uh, Goldberg. Oh, God, right. <laughs> he is, uh, I did love, and I haven't got your thoughts on anything yes on, on this, Phil. I did love... I acknowledge you, Roman Reigns, as my next victim. <laughs> as the little, I do like a little swerve <laughs> in a sentence. It's quite impressive. Uh, so he's fighting uh, Reigns mm. at uh, the Elimination Chamber, and we also found out we are getting a women's Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. Two women's matches in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Uh, Andy, the lineup: Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, uh, Nikki, ASH, calm down, Phil, and uh, a mystery entrant. How do you Molly feel about both, both of those matches? To kill Nikki, <laughs> goddamn ASH. Well, Nikki, Nikki already wears a bodysuit, so she's perfectly suited for yeah. this match, right? <laughs> Can't she, wait to see it. Crumpled in that elimination chamber. I hope they bring back the really hard outside bit. Just for <laughs> God damn it. Poor, poor Nikki ASH. Watch him. Uh, I've totally lost my train <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Goldberg, Goldberg Reigns what do you reckon uh, I mean Roman's going to beat him in two minutes isn't he it's yeah. going to be fine but the right it's bit of booking that potentially in yeah terms. Saudi crowds like to see big stars they've uh, wanted to do it since Mania last yeah. year obviously it's like it was a good intense feud in the build up to that Mania where it had to be cancelled and like I understand the anxieties of Goldberg being on the show. He's Goldberg, and sometimes he beats people he shouldn't. Uh, but him jackhammering large people does not always go well. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully uh, Reigns doesn't sandbag him like uh, Windham Rotunda. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it'll go two minutes. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, It's okay. Who cares? You know, I'm not going to watch it because it's on this bloody show, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, what do you reckon about the women's elimination chamber then and a potential mystery entry? Yeah, I wonder who the mystery entrant is. Could it be the fiend? <laughs> it might be the fiend. It's Lily. It's <laughs> probably going to be <laughs> Lily in one of the pods. Yeah. I, uh, I hope it is Lily in one of the pods, and then at some point when the lights are flashing around, it changes to Alexa Bliss. Oh, dressed as Lily. <laughs> Obviously. Schools what if team. Alexa <laughs> Bliss is now the fiend? <laughs> there's okay. a lot of wrestlers who could be the fiend. There's, there's, and they, there's need to be more fiend. Yeah. It's stop. not going to be Alexa Bliss. Come on, she's getting help for it. It's, yeah. She's, she's going to be okay. Yeah. It's journey back to Raw. Come on, it's very serious. Who's making it back to Raw first, her or Veer? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Veer just needs to make a quick trip to the doctor, by all accounts. <laughs> Uh, you know when they do main event, just stick around because they'll probably yeah. do some raw stuff. <laughs> yeah, just don't go home. <laughs> Stay, keep it back. I am, uh, it's, a, it's a good the the elimination chamber. Phil and I remember this from the baffling response online after the elimination chamber. It is a good platform to to launch Bianca Belair back into the title picture. Yeah. I assume she's winning this. Yeah, I think she'll win uh, and and face Becky for the belt at WrestleMania and then win it and then that's fine. You've made good on the. On the on the SummerSlam stuff, in theory, um, maybe 
the, the mystery person. I like. I love mystery opponent stuff. Like it's always fun. Even on Dynamite this week, where it was like, see, I'm punking a mystery partner, and it wasn't like average. It was something that happened on the show. Yeah. I don't like impromptu matches, but like. It was an interesting thing to answer later on. It was Moxley, and you're like, "Hey, it's cool." What if it's someone like Asuka as well, who's like oh, on the verge of being back from injury? Don't like, tease me with that. I was going to say they used a mystery thumbnail here, and it was very difficult to figure out who it might be. They've probably just done what we do now in the office, which is just put <laughs> a random celebrity on there. I've had all kinds of people in the thing breaking uh, the fourth wall here. Maybe. Yeah, Johnny Fingers, of course, <laughs> was one of them. Uh, who else have we used? Brian May. Brian He's May was there. a good one. Um, yeah, no, I'm not letting any more of our trade secrets out there, for, so someone speak. Have you, uh, <laughs> have you got a uh, any like pet peeves currently with uh, with well with AW or WWE? Aside from the obvious, I get really really wound up every week on our Dynamite preview and reviews and Rampage preview and reviews. What called wrestling? Wherever you get your podcast from. About the fact that Sammy Guevara's got two belts really winds me <laughs> yeah, up. I've this. been going on about this in the office quite I'm a lot. It makes no sense. I also said. So if he loses, he's still got a spare. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I didn't even mind it necessarily when he had the, the two belts on his shoulders when Darby Allen came and was like, ah, yeah. well, what are these. I think you can get away with that for like a week after yeah, you won the show. This week when he showed up and they had on top of each other, it was bloody pointless. But have you got any. I don't know, have you got any pet peeves at the moment that are really grinding your gears? Yeah. Shocked kick-out faces. Uh, every time someone does one That's that. across both companies as well, isn't it? Every yeah. single place where someone goes, oh my God, he kicked out of my snap mirror. Anytime <laughs> that happens, <laughs> I have a rule that when you do that, I just I detract half a star from my star rating. <laughs> so certain wrestlers have had negative star ratings from me this year, is what I'm saying. Mine isn't exactly a recent gripe. It's just a general gripe in wrestling in general, and it's kind of the opposite of yours. It's people who are about to kick out and just stare at the ref's hand going down. One, oh, yeah. Two. There it is, three. Yeah. Like, just stop that. You yeah. can hear him count. That's why, he, that's why he's counting, and you that's why he does it at the same speed. Close your <laughs> eyes. Please <laughs> make some kind of mystery behind this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right, finally, before we uh, move on to this week's hashtag bloody good quiz, a uh, bit of a news story uh, you may have seen. You've seen this? You heard about this? Um, 
not exactly something I anticipated. I sense that a lot of people within AEW probably said, don't do this. And he said, probably. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Tony Khan's running for Congress. I mean, he's not, obviously. He's not. But that was a hell of a rumor going around this week, wasn't it? What a whirlwind that was. It was Did like, you buy it? I was like, no, I can see that happening. He's yeah. bonkers. He's off his nut at the moment, isn't he? He, he? I mean, he's got wrestling. He's got yeah. Fulham. He's got I the, can do everything. Yeah, he's got the Jacksonville, what are they called? The cat guys. The Jacksonville. <laughs> hey, it's the uh, Super Bowl this weekend. The, ah, the, the Zoomers. The, the Jacksonville Zoomers. Who's your money on this weekend for the Super Bowl? Kurt Zuma. Kurt Zuma. Probably. My money's on the halftime show. <laughs> oh, my days. Does that look ridiculous, doesn't it? Oh, my God. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, Tony Khan running for Tony Congress. Khan's mad. Just to clear it up, Kurt Zuma kicking his cat is obviously... Yes, we are making light of <laughs> yeah. it, but it was yeah. horrendous. And the authorities taking the cats away, that's all good news. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's an idiot. What the bloody hell was he thinking? Moron. Anyway, uh, Tony Khan. <laughs> Tony Khan running for, for Congress. <laughs> what? Why? 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 How? What? Mm. How did this occur? How did this whole thing start? Did someone make a fake filing for it? And then some local newspaper was like, hey, Tony Khan is running for a thing. And then he started just nonstop tweeting that football website that reported it going, hey, ratio, ratio, Steve, or whatever. It's so weird. Tweet, I'm going to get this website shut down in. (laughs) (laughs) It was good value. Preposterous, wasn't it? It's yeah, but it is one of those things that's utterly ridiculous, and the man does a gazillion things anyway. But it's, it's always that little doubt at the back of your mind that you're like, he could definitely do this. <laughs> yeah. He's just about mad enough, and it's probably awake enough to do this. My favourite thing at the moment, by the way, is uh, whenever TK tweets about Fulham, because obviously Fulham <laughs> are doing doing bits in the Championship. If you're unaware, Phil, and uh, he's you know he's juggling a lot of things. Like you say, you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars as well, um, and so but. Let's be honest, primarily on social media, as much as football fans are very prominent, I think wrestling fans are more intense, let's say. (laughs) So whenever he tweets like, oh, thanks to Alexandra Mitrovic for scoring today, what a great result for the boys. Wrestling fans are like, sign Keith Lee. And it's like, (laughs) pick your moments, guys. Either tweet him directly or wait till he tweets about AEW. It's like Stop that guy replying to the streams here. <laughs> like that guy replying to a random CM Punk tweet telling off Miller for being so biased. <laughs> <laughs> it's like CM Punk, he doesn't care. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on uh, on everything we discussed. Really ran the gamut there of, of topics for this week uh, on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, but enough of all this. It's now time for a... It's short. That's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Long button. (laughs) Now it's time for a... Bloody good quiz. (laughs) (laughs) And this week's quiz is... Too many buttons. I've got two characters. I've got three pages of it now. Uh, This week's quiz is brought to you by... And I think I've already told you this one, Phil, because it it made me laugh Oh, you did say this one earlier. But it's great. (laughs) <laughs> this week's review, uh, if you want your name associated with the hashtag bloody good quiz, all you need to do is subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes, leave us a five-star review on there. Just like D Jones 55, who Andy writes, F off, you woke dweebs. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the li- Thanks, I guess. <laughs> the liberal wrestling media are trying to cancel D Jones. <laughs> D. Jones, 55. He could have gone 64. 54 men that came before me have not died for me to be put down by you woke idiots. You think he was born in 55? He's, <laughs> he's still posting comments like that. 
God, what was he thinking? <laughs> off walk dweebs. Hey, at least we got five stars. That's what really matters. Yeah, this is it. And if you iTunes doesn't read the comments, it just algorithm, goes from the stars. Algorithm, me daddy. If you uh, if you think we're stop going to stop being uh, woke, well, we've got some bad news for you, D Jones fifty five. We're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Love you, Barry. Anyway, <laughs> 10 questions this week, all about <laughs> Keith Lee, of course. They're going to be about no one else. Well, it could have been about yeah. JY, but that was only because <laughs> to fix the uh, the botch from... Uh, what's the Forbidden Door again? Oh, bollocks. Have we got anyone from New Japan who can pop over? <laughs> Jay White, can you do Weird, it? that, on it? Hey, Jay, I, I need to... I need you. I need to fix a thing I did on Twitter. Yeah. I, I really want please. to book you, bro, honestly. <laughs> What a burial. Oh, well, like, okay, Tony, yeah, yeah, cool. Well, what point do you want me to come out in front of the crowd? Oh, you won't need to do that. <laughs> Just wear Just your bring jacket. your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> You're only Switchblade JY. It's fine. We'll just have you pop up backstage and then reference you a bit. And then you can corner on Rampage if you like. No, just pop up Weird. backstage. Pop up backstage seconds before Keith Lee goes out. <laughs> anyway, 10 questions all about uh, Keith Lee. Uh, multiple choice. Shout out name. Wait for me to come to you. But as always, remember, gents, it's just for fun. Right, question number one. According to Keith Lee himself, which family member got him interested in wrestling? Was it his uncle? Papa Bear. His grandmother, <laughs> his sister, or his cousin? Bill, why the hell not? Uh, his grandmother. Yay! Hey! I really hope she was an old woman throwing handbags at people. Yeah. Front row. I okay. love that. I love it when it's like... <laughs> An elderly relative, like, gets you into wrestling. <laughs> Normally, I have to explain this. To, although, I suppose the NXT 2.0, that makes a lot of sense with that audience. Okay, question number two. Uh, you remember, uh, remember, have you seen this? You heard about this? Uh, remember Legacy versus the McMahon family? Remember that? Back ben. in 2009? Ben Roy does. Back ben then, definitely does. Keith Lee was an extra. He was a security guard for the big brawl, question mark, on Monday Night Raw. You may remember it. They stormed down to the ring and the security went, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then a big fight broke out and legacy and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so when he was uh, an extra in 2009, who hit him first? Was it Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Triple H, or Cody Rhodes? I was hoping in Manu would be on that one. <laughs> I think that might have been the time when they went... <laughs> Let's keep it at three, shall we? <laughs> I'll say, uh, Andy, I'll say it takes a perfect strike to knock a big man down. Therefore, it's Shane McMahon. No, dear, that's wrong. Was he even, was he even on the list of answers? Yeah, he was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Remember he came out in the uh, the clothing that was very of the time. I think I definitely wore this in the sort of mid-noughties. T-shirt on top of a long-sleeve shirt. Oh, yes. Yeah, classic. Oh, yes. Yeah. I listened ripped to Punk Rock. Ripped Vince McMahon. Top and a t-shirt <laughs> Shane. Uh, so your options are Vince, Trips, or Cody, Bill. Ooh, I will go with one of these things, not like the other, Cody Rhodes. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. Vince. Of course he was. Vince <laughs> lays him out, and then Triple H picks him up and chucks him into the barricade. Good. And then yeah. I couldn't be bothered to watch what happened next. <laughs> despite that feud. Uh, right, question number three. Taking you back to the 2020 Royal Rumble. What number... Did Keith Lee enter at? Oh, we all remember Brock Lesnar's response. My word. Oh, big boy. <laughs> was it? I watched this recently. 
And I, even I was a bit muddled because of the <laughs> just yeah. slew of people yeah. that uh, Brock runs through. Was it number nine, number 11, number 13, or number 15? Phil, for some reason, I had 13 in my head before we started. So I'll go with 13. Yay! It was number 13. Mm. What could have been, eh? <laughs> what could have been? Oh, that Big moment boy. with him and... Imagine if they could book. <laughs> it was so much that easier. should be the like subheading to WWE. Yeah. WWE, you know, like you know, it used to be yeah. all the different. Imagine if we could book. Hey, eh? <laughs> it's been a good twenty years yeah. now. Come on, guys, get it. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, WWE. <laughs> I think Keith Lee pouncing, but <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy to book. Oy. Still was some great moments in that rumble though. Yeah. Re- re- it was a really it. good rumble. Yeah, it, it was, was really, really fun. good. Rumble. Especially because at the time people were like, okay, but you're not you're not doing this for the whole rumble, though, <laughs> are you? The Drew elimination of Brock was really good. Oh, good. Just God, a good that. rumble. Yeah, good rumble. But it's a simpler time, let's say January 2020. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a lot easier back then, wasn't it? Yeah. If only we knew. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, let's move on to uh, a key moment in Keith Lee's WWE time. Survivor Series 2019. Mm. Who did Keith Lee eliminate in the Survivor Series match? Mm. Was it Ricochet, Seth Rollins, Shorty G, or Randy Orton? Ricochet. No, dear, ah. that's wrong. I was, was hoping they played back the WCPW thing because they liked that match so much. So they, so they thought, well, we do it. WCPW question coming. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Seth the Chef. Yay! Hey, it was. I was thinking I might trick you with the short person being in there. <laughs> Vince's sadistic ways. But yes, it was. He only eliminated Seth. Only elimination he scored in that match, which was really enjoyable, except for the the Walt bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you want to have two minutes in the ring? Okay. Thankfully, we'd never get that from Gunther. <laughs> Gunther's a different animal. Yeah. Okay, is that 2-1? Is that right? After after four? I, think I so. don't yeah. know. Sure. <laughs> okay, uh, question five. Speaking of uh, Keith Lee and Randy Orton, another one of the names you could have picked there, how long did it take Keith Lee to beat Randy Orton at payback? Was it... Five minutes and 10 seconds, five minutes and 40 seconds, six minutes and 10 seconds, or six minutes and 40 seconds. Five minutes, 40. No, dear, that's wrong. 6.10. No, dear, that's wrong. 6.40. Oh. It took him so long. (laughs) Yeah. Still, though, that was the moment. No wonder they fired him. Yeah. They're like, oh, maybe they're going to do something here. And then... Hang on, and then... <laughs> still, they, you know, they can book someone quite well for about a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. That's you know, the first nine days are really solid. Good. Hang on, the first... <laughs> wait a second. The first what, Andy? Nine days! <laughs> and we always tell ourselves, oh, they won't do it again. They won't do it again. And then WWE say... Hang on. Nine! <laughs> <laughs> Right, halfway point, two on to fill. Question six. Uh, This will test your knowledge. Remember a while back, I got a bit obsessed with WWE Studios? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone back to that. Okay, of course you have. Keith Lee stars in the brilliant Netflix slash WWE Studios movie, The Main Event. We all watched The Main Event, right, when it came out? No, but I will tonight. Okay. Yeah. But, not to put you off, Andy, which WWE superstar 
isn't in the film. Is this the one with the little kid that yes. gets wrestling powers? Okay. Otis, Seamus, Big E, or Kofi Kingston? Andy, why would Otis be in a film? <laughs> Look at him. He's hilarious. <laughs> He'd take his little belly yeah. and do a stupid noise. It'd be great. Yeah, get Otis. He was definitely in it. No, dear. Oh, he's in it. He's in it. He's, he's a little ogre. Oh, uh, what were the others? Two of the New Day. Seamus, Big E, Kofi. Oh, see, Seamus looks a bit weird. I could see them putting him in a movie. <laughs> uh, Kofi. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. Big E. <laughs> of course it was. Why can't you do anything with Big E, WWE? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why didn't you put him in the next Netflix film? Yeah. <laughs> he Wait, they had that New Day versus The Undertaker thing. I was going to so say, he was they, in that at yeah. least. Why has anyone watched that or, or played it? We were going to do a live stream and then I went, we all went, ah, oh, can't be asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Taker's kind of got some views I don't really want to be seen to be associated with. So, yeah, I'm all right actually. Busy, 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 busy <laughs> today. Uh, okay, question seven: True or false? So, if you get it wrong, the point will go to your opponent. Keith Lee, according to Dave Meltzer, has had a five-star match. True or false? True. Phil. Oh, I was going to oh, say false. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I was going to say false anyway. Okay, well, I'll do this. See if this works. Yay! No, dear, that's wrong. One of you is right, one of you is wrong. <laughs> it is. Hang on, is there a thing I can play to? One of the Dijak matches in, in PWG. Let me see if it? I've got like a true, correct. <laughs> oh, I forgot Meltzer was a PWG mark, didn't he? Andy. Yo. Hey, 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 hey. You are right. <laughs> it was PWG, Dijak. Yeah, I forgot that was a PWG mark. I forgot to say my name, but didn't matter. <laughs> my name is now Drew. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think, takes it back to 2-2. Two, two. I think I'm leading Ooh. 70. Uh, with three questions left. Oh, <laughs> I've just remembered this question. Oh, you know, I write a question film and I go, well, that's that's literally my wage right there. In, what, in, a, in question form, I've paid for myself <laughs> today with this question. What, if you know the answer, please don't jump in here. <laughs> I've worked really hard on this. What was Keith Lee's original ring name? The first name he fought under, okay? Was it? <laughs> Kyle Agony. <laughs> Kevin Payne. <laughs> Cade Torment. Or Kenneth Ouch. Phil. <laughs> 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 I really wanted to be Kenneth Ouch, but I'm going to go with the first one. Kyle Agony. Kyle Agony. No, dear, uh, that's wrong. It's a Willborn creation. Kid uh, Torment is... Which, the... which of these is not a Willborn creation? Kevin Payne, Cade Torment, or Kenneth Ouch? <laughs> Kate... Please welcome, make his way down to the ring, Kenneth Ouch! <laughs> What are you going for, Andy? Kate Torment is gloriously E-fed. So, shout-outs to all my E-fed brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, I'm going for Kate Torment. Kate Torment? No, dear. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> please say it was Kenneth Ouch. It's not Kenneth uh, Ouch. It was Kevin Payne. Kevin Payne? <laughs> I'm Steve Punch. <laughs> I read, so just little, little peel back of the curtain behind the scenes here. Often After we've recorded WrestleCulture, it's Friday afternoon, wrapping things up. <laughs> We're still working very hard, bosses. But also... 
if we have time after we finished, obviously when the clock, you know, off the clock, uh, the Dadley boys like to do this quiz against each yep. other. They get a bit competitive. I really a hope bit. that. Really hope all the points rest on that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's Tony Owie. <laughs> right. So I think that's still two two by my calculations. Sure. Two questions to go. <laughs> a bit of a bias one. I apologise about this, Andy. Question nine. How many views does Worth. Keith Lee versus Ricochet in WCPW have oh, come on. on YouTube? It's from the uh, World Cup. Yep. USA American qualifiers. qualifiers. Very, very good match. Uh, does it have 700,000 views, 900,000 views, 1.1 million views, or 1.3 million views? 1.3 million. Yay! Yay! One point. Apologies there. That's a, a very offensive question. But I, I, it, will ba- it will balance out because the next question I feel like you might have the advantage on, okay? Oh, okay. Um, yes, it is. I, sent, I rewatched it. I sort of went, so oh, I'll just good. check it as the thing. And then I got sucked in by Ricochet being unable to do anything for the first five minutes. <laughs> Keith Lee just going, what's this? Balin trying to do? The way he just bounces off him when he tries to shoulder block him is fantastic. That bit, and there's a bit in a match, it's about, I want to say like 10 minutes in, when he does the same thing that he did to Isaiah Cassidy, basically. I literally, it's one of my few like flashbulb memories of working in WCPW that, looking up in Manchester and going, he almost did the fucking lights there. <laughs> Brilliant match. Yep. Go I think I was it. ringside for that match and just seeing Ricochet fly at my face like, oh, no. That's this scarier than when we had, like, death matches and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, chuck glass about, but please don't throw a man <laughs> at me. And then the powerbomb at the end, how high Ricochet bounces. Oh. Incredible. Good stuff. Right, final question. You get this right, Andy. It's all square. And we... got, oh, you got a tiebreaker lined up? No. Oh. <laughs> just for fun. Oh. It's just for fun, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't oh. matter either way. We all go home happy. All right. I mean, you uh, say you've made your money, but you don't do tiebreakers anymore. So are you really making your money? Well, are I you, you really? what? I tell you what, because Lo- the brilliant Lawrence, Ta- Tank- Lawrence Tanksley, who often sends me uh, stuff, uh, has sent me some questions about Keith Lee. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately, I only saw it after I'd written uh, this quiz. <laughs> but I'll give you one of his questions okay. as a tiebreaker if, if you get this one right, Andy. Okay. Okay. I so, would. To level it all up. <laughs> Question 10. We all know Keith Lee is excellent on Twitter. <laughs> so, I've got a tweet of his, uh, and you have to tell me. I was kind of hoping you'd made like a word cloud of all of his tweets, <laughs> and we were going to have to guess what the most used word was. Bequeath. Um, Stupendous. So, he's, this, is, this is the most Keith Lee tweet I could find, right? Okay. And he's thanking a wrestler. I'm going to say the word blank, and you just have to fill in the blank, basically. Okay. <laughs> A plethora of thanks, <laughs> blank. Shout, should you ever require me? <laughs> what? Who was he tweeting <laughs> that at? Brought the Keith symbol. <laughs> like, <laughs> Did he tweet that at, Andy? Mick Foley, William Regal, Samoa Joe, or Paul Heyman? Andy. I think I know the answer. It was Mick Foley. Yeah, we get to use Lawrence's quiz. I was gonna say T bar, <laughs> then he wasn't on the list. Uh, God damn it! You guys know how much I all love you at What Culture. If I could, I'd give you three hundred stars and all the biscuits in Sweden. Oh, I had biscuits in a while. That's a pound Ooh, in Swedish cynical. biscuits, though. <laughs> That's a uh, pound. <laughs> can I just say how delightful it is? that uh, each of you make such a delightful dynamic to watch and listen to every day. I love the camaraderie that you all enjoy. It's almost like you're brothers. Oh, wow. 
I'm glad we're not. <laughs> but I like these guys a lot. So he sent me the uh, the limitless and sometimes limitless bloody good quiz. <laughs> oh, hey, it's because they're married. <laughs> uh, right, which one question? <laughs> oh, Congratulations to them on the on the wedding. Indeed, there's the tiebreaker just for fun. As, hey, as here we go. It's written here. Uh, Ke- After Keith Lee's final match at Beyond Wrestling, Miriam can be seen saying what to Keith? Is it? A, thank you for putting me over. B, I love you. C, I hate you. Or D, I can't live without you. I think the final match was against, uh, wasn't it, if I'm not mistaken? Phil, Phil, Phil. Um, I don't know. I love you seems too easy. So I'm going to go with I can't live without you. Okay. No, dear, that's uh, wrong. Boo, I hope it's I hate you. <laughs> I hope it's I hate you. I have not seen the match, but it sounds really good. Is it thank you for putting me over? No, dear, that's oh, wrong. I it's I hate you. <laughs> 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 Excellent. May of 2018, they were married. It worked out <laughs> well. Years later. It worked out well. It so, did. congratulations. Hell of a week for Big Keith. We need to do another one now, mate. Yep. I know, yeah. <laughs> what, was the, what was the date of Miriam and Keith's wedding? Was it February 2nd, February 3rd, February 4th, February 5th? Phil, 4th. <laughs> no, dear, that's wrong. <laughs> the 5th. Oh, no, yeah. I did my math wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> it was the 5th of February. Congratulations, by the way, Satori, from all of us here at What Culture. Uh, lovely stuff. And absolutely none of us bought the photo where they were like, hey, we're on a honeymoon. <laughs> I was like, bollocks, you're showing up on Dynamite on Wednesday. Uh, so congratulations to them. Congratulations to Keith Lee. Thank you once again to Lawrence. Jubilations for, to Keith Lee. For that. Uh, and, and salutations. Salutations indeed. And I should also say... To do this, a massive thank you to D Jones 55 for that lovely <laughs> five star review review. If you want to su- suggest something short, crap, and wrestling related, you can do so on iTunes, or if you want to leave us a nice five star review, you can do that and have your name associated with a hashtag bloody good quiz. So there you have it, this week's Wrestle Culture in the books. Let me know how you got on on the Keith Lee quiz and your thoughts on everything we've discussed on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE, of course. Uh, congratulations to Andy Murray, winner of this week's hashtag bloody good quiz as well. Uh, you can follow Andy on Twitter at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Barry. <laughs> you can follow Phil Chambers on Twitter at... Phil My Chambers. And you can follow Adam at... Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I said. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. You've got the SmackDown preview and the Rampage preview to listen to from earlier on today. We'll be back on Monday, of course, reviewing both those shows. And make sure you leave us a nice five star review if you want your name associated with a bloody good quiz. But for now, this has been Wrestle Culture. My thanks to Phil, to Andy. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.